Hello everyone. Welcome to podcast number three from Golden Handcuffs Guy. Um, today I want to talk to you about how to level up your schedule. Uh, this is something I've been going through recently in my own life and I uh, have a few advanced tips that I think could help other people out and how to um, get more out of your own schedule in your life. So um, I'm going to go through about eight different tips here. Um, and the first one is that there are 168 hours in a week and you should schedule every single one of them. Um, do not leave any white space on your calendar and that includes sleep. Schedule in your sleep. If you're going to sleep eight hours a night, then you need to schedule that. If you're going to bed at 10 o'clock and wake on, waking up at six, put that into your calendar. Because um, then the rest of it's going to be scheduled around that. And that should really be the cornerstone of your schedule. Um, and this is also going to include things like your hygiene, your eating, your fun, your family time. Um, if you have to travel for work or even just your daily commute, put that in there. Uh, you want to also put in your reading time. Um, I'm, I'm really big on reading. So... Make sure that you're accounting for the time that you need to read to get hit your reading goals. So um, I, I would recommend aiming for at least an hour a day of reading. Um, if you read at least 37 minutes a day, you can read a book per week. So an hour a day, you'll be far advanced in your knowledge. You'll have many, many books read in over the course of a year. Uh, also try to keep your reading time to the mornings. Um, like if you're doing the Miracle Morning, do that because that'll tap into the best time to learn and capture the knowledge and really retain what it is you're reading. The second tip is to highlight your time constraint in pink. Um, this, is, this is a tip from the goal I talked about in one of my posts. Um, so your time constraint is going to be what is most time-consuming or what is the most difficult piece of the process of your business or what it is that you're doing um, that is preventing you from what it is you're trying to achieve. It also may be what is the least value for your time. So, for instance, if you can pay somebody less than your value to do it, then you need to get rid of that. You need to highlight that pink on your schedule so that you know that is what you need to get rid of. Uh, so, for instance, if you can pay your neighbor kid $10 an hour to mow your yard and your value is $20 an hour, then you need to have mow your yard time on your calendar in pink until it's gone. And don't let it stay on your calendar for long. That's, that's the point of this, is to make sure that you're putting high attention into using that on your calendar and getting rid of it. Um, the time in pink... Um, you're, you're really trying to minimize the time that is spent on it or remove it completely. So um, that that is going to draw your attention to it and keep keep it at the forefront of what is in your calendar. Or if you have some other color that you don't like or some other color you want to use instead of pink, that's fine. But uh, pink just usually tends to stand out compared to other colors. Um, this this pink time may be your job. So if you're working 60 plus hours a week and you're making less than $200,000 a year, you're 
your time for your work, including what it takes to get ready for the day, driving to work, any wind down time after work, um, all of that needs to be in pink because that is all time that is due to your job. So, so make sure that any anything related to that is in pink if that is a big constraint in your life. Um, one of the best examples I've heard of it of their of the pink time is I have a friend that their business requires writing offer contracts to purchase real estate and their their biggest constraint in their in the process of their business of getting getting more deals done is the research and the writing for these offers um, so they put the time of, of doing that in their process in pink and they they know that that time is sacred to get that done because they they really have to put a lot of time and attention into it but it also forces them to think about ways to offload it um, can they get somebody else to write the offers or somebody else to do the research that kind of thing so they, they're doing an awesome job with that um, and the third tip is to color code the rest of your schedule so Besides just the pink, you don't want to just have everything in gray because some things are more important than others. Some things are also more urgent than others. So important and urgent things then create this graph, in a sense, uh, where you have your important items on one one axis and your urgent on the other. So you, if you have something that is both important and urgent, uh, I tend to color that red or if it's urgent but not important I'll make it yellow if it's important but not urgent I'll make it blue and then if it's really not important and not urgent then I'll make it green that may be something like doing the laundry but <laughs> then again if I start running out of clean clothes then it may start moving up to becoming more urgent and maybe more important too if I'm wanting to have clothes to wear so um, but yeah that something like that typically green um, you also may want to use gray for kind of things that really aren't in the important and urgent paradigm um, yeah sleeping is important but that's since that is such a cornerstone of the entire schedule I, I tend to make that gray I don't really look at that time uh, that is um, that is in there and set the fourth tip is to schedule out your long-term items. Um, you're going to, if, if you have something like um, a conference or um, a vacation way out in advance, put it put it on there and then you're going to catch that in your review. Um, it's going to overlap your what is put in your schedule as recurring items, um, such as work, but then then you're going to catch them in, when you do a review of your calendar so that you're not overlapping what what's going on um, some other some other things that may fall into this category might be like a doctor's appointment or um, a friend's coming to town or in, anything like that just make sure you're getting that stuff into your calendar out in advance the fifth tip is to use an appointment scheduling tool such as Calendly uh, I, I use Calendly. There's lots of other apps out there that do the same thing. Um, but I use that to help other people find time that is available to meet with me. Now, one thing that 
you have to do a little differently if you're scheduling all of your time is that you have to uh, kind of double up on your calendars so that Calendly can find open times available to be able to do that. And you can create new calendars if you're using like uh, Google calendars or Outlook or anything like that to have that um, kind of mutual calendar because in your main calendar that you use you're going to block that time off as available time and then when you do your review if there's anything that hasn't been scheduled in that time uh, if you don't if you have a client that hasn't scheduled their meeting with you you're going to fill that time up in advance with something else because one thing that something like Calendly allows you to do is set a minimum time to book an appointment. So if you want to have at least 48 hours notice of an upcoming appointment, you can allow Calendly to automatically schedule that for you. Um, so definitely use those minimum notice times. Alright, sixth tip is to review your calendar periodically. I mentioned that a couple times on a couple of the other tips. Um, there's three different times you really want to review your calendar. The first is your daily review. This is kind of more of a brief review of what's going on for a particular day. Um, you want to make sure that you're not missing anything major that you've planned out in advance um, and see if there's anything that needs to change based on you know, if, if something urgent has popped up, you want to make sure that you're able to capture that and have that into your schedule. The second time period is weekly. You want you want to look at your whole week on a big picture uh, to see if there's any big meetings you need to plan for or also see if anything is double booked. You want to be able to get that off of your calendar um, if, if you have a recurring item overlapping with a big big event you want to get that off of there and then you also want to look at your month view of your calendar um, about once a month so you can see big things like if you're going to a conference you want to be able to make sure that you have your travel plans accommodated for in your calendar that you're not gonna just uh, teleport the day of so you want to make sure that you've planned out your time to actually travel to your event seventh tip is to set reminders um, I have I have a reminder telling me when to go to sleep or when it's time to drive somewhere or I have a meeting coming up in 10 minutes uh, I really want to use those reminders so that I'm not uh, forgetting important things that I've already scheduled out because we all get busy we start working on stuff we start diving in and we forget to uh, do the next thing that we've already planned out and that kind of makes things go south if we if we don't really stay true to our schedule so use use reminders um, if you have a big event coming up I like to use a uh, like a week advance reminder or a day in advance reminder so that way I'm not forgetting that oh hey that next day I have that in case I miss it in my in my review for whatever reason, hopefully you're not. Um, and then the eighth tip is to analyze the time that you're spending on the different categories in your calendar. Uh, so if you have time for working on your business in in a certain aspect of your business, make sure that you're seeing how much time you're allocating to that. Because if you're doing really well in one 
one area of your business, but another area is suffering, you may need to allocate more time to that area that is suffering, and you have to analyze your time spent to be able to do that. And then the other thing you want to do with your time spent analysis is to make sure that your income per hour spent is really matching up with what your goal is. If you're making $20 an hour right now and your next iteration of your 80-20 is to get to $80 per hour, then you you really have to look and see that, oh, am I, am I making more than my $80 per hour with what I'm trying to achieve or am I really not do I need do I need to do something different cut back on my time increase my income something along those lines so there you have it there's my tips for leveling up your calendar um, or leveling up your schedule use your calendar um, if you have any tips questions reach out we'd love to hear it thanks for listening